In this episode of Rooted in Retail, we have another bonus episode. I am talking to Edgar's Sirs, who I interviewed at the Las Vegas market in January. And this was originally interviewed for my other show, Crystal Uncorked, but I interviewed a retailer, the co-owner of Comfy Living Chicago, a furniture store in Chicago. And this, because he's a retailer, we had to put it on Rooted in Retail. It fits so well here. And so I am wildly impressed by my guest because because he is the youngest guest I have ever interviewed for a show. He is 18 years old, and you'll hear me realize that throughout the interview because he started his furniture store when he was in class, but on his phone during COVID and saw an opportunity and started a business. And the whole time he was talking, I was thinking he was in college. I just didn't even think high school. Uh, he's a very, very impressive person. And in this episode, we talk a lot about mindset. He, I feel like Edgar's has so much figured out for his age. I was just wishing that I knew what he knew when I first started my business at 21 years old. I feel like I'm just now kind of getting it. And he has a lot figured out. We talk about the importance of relationships and who, not how, which is such a big one. And I love what Edgar said too about ChatGPT, which we talked a little bit about technology and ChatGPT at the end of the interview. He said, use it or let it use you. And I can't agree more. This is a, a great conversation. I loved it and I hope you enjoy it too. Be sure to follow Comfy Living Chicago on Instagram. They make some great content there and reels. You'll get to meet Edgar's through Instagram and follow along with his journey. And let's dive in to this episode. Welcome to Rooted in Retail, the show that's dedicated to helping independent retailers thrive in today's ever-evolving retail landscape. I'm your host, Crystal Vilkaitis, and I'm thrilled to have you join me weekly as we explore topics that are vital to the success of your store. From marketing to mindset, money to merchandising, sales to leadership, we'll cover it all. Each episode features interviews with industry experts and accomplished retailers who share their real-life insights and actionable advice. Get ready for a great conversation on how to build your dream business with Rooted in Retail. Edgars, welcome to Crystal and Corks. I'm thrilled you're here. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I'm excited. This excited. is so fun, right? How has market been? Awesome. My first time in market. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, many options, great yeah. people, and yeah. Yeah. What's been people. a highlight for you? Um, let's see. I think the bedding. <laughs> it's always bedding, it's always okay. fun to uh, it's a fun job to try out mattresses. <laughs> oh heck yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, but then you're walking the show, yeah. and you, how do you get up? Like I would want to just take a nap. Yes, you need that break. Okay, so tell me about Comfy Living Chicago, why you started it, and a little bit about the business. Yeah, so my brother and I uh, and my buddy we started by selling pre-owned furniture. Awesome. Um, started during COVID, and we had our school on our phones and we're selling premium furniture started with our garage and a storage unit transitioned into a warehouse and grew from that and then um, just recently we started looking at options for um, mattresses and uh, furniture just to have the consistency of quality okay. uh, but still with the pre-owned sectionals to have that high quality but also uh, at affordable for people to 
to yeah. buy it. Awesome. Okay, so you were doing school on your phone <laughs> while launching this business. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Talk about like it, the world gets flipped upside down and you just kind of jump into innovating and yes, creating. Yeah. And I heard, I was listening to another podcast, somebody was doing something similar and it sounds like a really awesome um, way to get into furniture with the mm -hmm. pre-owned how, I mean, what made you get into that in the first place? Yeah, I started from kind of just on online, came across the idea, um, tried it out. And after, after one really saw the potential, saw the needs on both sides of people either moving or up mm -hmm. and, or upgrading and needing to get rid of it. And then people on the other end of looking to get that quality, but uh, mm -hmm. still not spending a fortune. Right, exactly. Okay, so you saw a need, you're like, let's do exactly. it. Exactly. Okay, yeah. and then you, then obviously that led you to having your storefront yes. in Chicago. Are you from Chicago? Yes. Okay, I love Chicago. <laughs> That's one of my favorite cities. Um, and so what, how, from like a foot traffic marketing perspective, what's, a lot of my listeners have retail stores. Mm -hmm. What's been working for you lately to drive traffic in? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're focusing on the social media, combining the social, like organic with the paid. Um, one of the biggest things is for sure videos. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't, we have to do more for sure, but it's for sure a really personal touch of, um, you're able to do the same thing as you would of just writing a blog, but just having your face on it, person, person, Lies it and um, explain a little more, or if you have to show something, just building that trust with the clients. Yeah, which so I peeked at your TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> First of all, love that you're on TikTok because I that's the name of the yeah. game. I feel like right now with organic content mm -hmm. and getting those views, and I love the video you did where you sawed into a Wayfair piece of furniture, <laughs> and we're like, look what's it? I mean, it was eye opening. Yeah. The quality was awful. Yeah, people are just. I mean, I get the convenient side of going online and needing to purchase something. Yeah, but there's an expense with that, For and sure. so I how are of. TikTok, Instagram, I saw you have Facebook, and I think Pinterest. What platform is working best right now? Uh, Instagram. Okay. Surprisingly, sometimes, because yeah. we haven't done too, too much. Obviously, we're a new a new company, but um, yeah, some, after our first couple posts, we had, we had foot traffic, and just asking where they found us, and this and that. And we were just a little surprised. We were like, oh, really? Instagram. It works. But yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah. do, are you using like local hashtags and yeah. yeah that so yeah, actually we've worked with one uh, local influencer um, okay. and from that had a couple sales and also just community building and that. Awesome. Um, and yeah, just doing some things that you wouldn't think that a furniture store would do, but really um, our whole mindset around it is serving the outcome of the client so it's like are you really just serving them kind of how bob was saying in the seminar earlier today about what are you really what business are you really in and it's like it's not selling them a chair it's selling them this or it's like for us it's mostly selling them the convenience and the easy moving experience to mm -hmm. chicago awesome. so it's like they get to chicago they're going all over the place and then they come to us and you know it's a it's a nice setup and convenience top top of mind for yeah. us. And you're able to showcase that through video. I mean, exactly. yeah, it is probably the best way for you to do it. And I love yeah. that you're thinking that way versus just showing product. 
you are being, stepping into the shoes of the customer mm-hmm. a little bit. And what is that exterior experience to communicate what you do, which is awesome. So yeah. keep that up because that's going to keep <laughs> driving traffic in. You mentioned working with an influencer, which a lot of our retailers have questions around that because some have, and it's been great and mm-hmm. some have, and it's, they're like, I didn't see anything from that. What do you, how did you work with your influencer and what do you think made it work well for you guys? Yeah, so we worked with a local influencer. Um, kind of what we were thinking was someone that aligns with us. Obviously, local was right now we are only working local, so it was pretty kind of looking at someone who aligns with um, our company and has a following of our clients. Obviously, that's that's pretty crucial. Or yep. you just have an influencer that's not. <laughs> doesn't right. produce a really outcome. Right. Um, but yeah, we just, my brother took care of that. Um, I think he just on Instagram reached out and he, he was actually in the process of moving. So um, we got him a few items. Worked, oh, perfect. Worked perfect for both of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about great timing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Working with your brother. I hear, you know, work with your family. It's amazing. Don't work with your family. How is it going for you guys? At times, at times it could uh, get a little, little arguments in that. Sure. But um, overall, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun experience also building um, and having the sense of like knowing that we each have, we each have each other's back, Yeah, which is really crucial in business when you're starting off. I think um, it's, you can't you can't build anything alone really or you're very limited what you can and it's really the the people that you work with um, yeah. is crucial in building that team so totally so and you said your buddy too is a part of the business we uh we started off um together and then he uh he went to went to college okay so, okay yeah. now are you did you finish college then on your phone and then you went in and started this business or how did that all high work? school I sorry, high school. <laughs> I was even wondering. I thought, is it high school or is it college? Yeah. You are awesome. So you finished high school, which yeah. kind of a bummer. Then did you have like a prom and graduating? Yeah, so uh, senior year of high school was normal. Okay. Close to normal, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. So then, and then you were like, I don't need to go to college. I'm starting a business. <laughs> yes. I yeah. love it. I, I'm in the camp of, I'm not that big of a believer in college. I think that it can be mm-hmm. appropriate for certain careers or, you know, in certain situations. And I went to college. Um, but if I did it all over again, I wouldn't have. I would yeah. have just started working, starting a business. The things that you learn, that's the best kind of school you can mm-hmm. go to. Now, speaking of, what is one of the things that you've learned that's really been pivotal pivotal to your success that you didn't know before, but you had to figure it out and you're in this business? What is one of those things that the heart, you know, the school of hard knocks, as they say? Yeah, I think the biggest is um, that the, it's from Tony Robbins, is the, the, the growth or success of the business is always depending on the owner's mindset. Mm. And and it's like once you realize that or or yeah, the chokehold of the business is always the owner's mindset. And once you take that responsibility, not taking blame of it of like not doing this or that, but taking ownership of knowing like if your mindset is like limited or if your mindset is um wherever it might be, that's where the business is growing it going. If you see all the opportunities and lining everything up 
it'll get there. But uh, yeah, that realizing and taking ownership of that is for sure yeah. big because without that, you can't implement other skills or this or that. Yeah, yeah, and you're the bottleneck, you're stuck. That's an amazing thing to learn early on. Yeah. I, I have, I mean, I've had my business for 10 years and I did not learn it that early. And there's mm. moments where you know it, but then life happens, business happens and yeah. you can go, take a couple steps back and a few steps forward. So if you can keep that in mind and really like mindset and it's always, you're always working on it yeah. is what I'm finding. Um, but I bet, did, what did you think about, Bob talked a lot about mindset stuff right, today yeah. and you're probably like, yes, I yeah. completely agree. What was one of your highlights of, though, did you go to any other sessions or were, we were um, sitting, it was funny because we were sitting yeah. next to each other yeah, yeah, yeah. at Bob Nagan, who's also, I interviewed and um, Edgar's like, hey, I'm going to be on your show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we we're sitting there the whole time. Like I had no idea. So that was fun. Um, but what was, yeah, did you do other sessions? Um, I did a, I did a couple in uh, Home Furnishing Association. They had a couple of seminars. Um, and that was, yeah. It was a mix of uh, sales pitches and information, but I mean, there's, it's always the little things that um, get you back on track mm -hmm. or just adjust in that. I know. I sometimes think that we might be looking like, I need the big next new thing, mm -hmm. but you're so right if you can find one little thing that can yeah. help just keep us moving as business owners. If you process credit cards, you're going to want to listen up for this resource because it could save you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a year. It personally saved my business thousands of dollars every single year. The resource is our friends over at Payrock, and they have an epic offer for my listeners. Listen up. All you have to do is send a merchant statement over to Payrock, and they're going to see if they can meet or beat your fees. If they cannot meet or beat your fees, then they're going to send you $500. So if you process credit cards, send a statement, you can make $500 or you could save hundreds, if not thousands, thousands like I did. It's worth checking. So go to crystalmediaco.com slash payrock. And that's P-A-Y-R-O-C to get that process starting to, to just send your statement. You guys, I drug my feet for years in sending a statement and I'm glad I finally did because I'm saving so much money. This is a great offer. I hope they can help you like they did me. Tell me about, okay, so it's February, almost 2023. What are some of the trends in your industry that you're seeing and you're excited about? Yeah, so I think one thing is also for sure having the mind of uh, the economy to a sense mm -hmm. because obviously people are cutting back a bit on big ticket items, which is furniture and that. Um, that is where we can't, we're looking to advance the um, pre-owned couches and sections because we're able to save people great money on right. good stuff. Um, overall, our goal for 2023 is really building the one-stop shop for like a new apartment renters or owners um, and so it's having the having the line of options but also to a limit where it's not 30 mattresses and a 30,000 square foot you know so keeping the operations also matching like the clients needs and wants with the operations um, which is just a thing to figure out where it's um, 
But yeah, that's kind of a little, yeah. little jumble right there. No, but, but uh, I love it because yeah. at, at least for me as a shopper, I get really overwhelmed when there's a ton of options and then I have, I can only get certain things from here and certain things from here. And when you're making it, it just sounds like the convenience factor yeah. and people want the convenience. That's why they're shopping online, but then they're not getting the quality mm-hmm. and they're not being able to test it out and sit and use it. So you're making that, I feel like the focus a little bit sounds like convenience yes. and really putting that customer first, which is yeah. awesome. I feel like that will, that your business will be very successful if you keep doing that. Um, I'm just thinking about you being in high school and then starting this business. And I just like, I feel so proud of you and I don't even know you, but that's really an awesome accomplishment. Um, what is one of your proudest moments? Um, proudest moments. I think, um, I think overall, just like the first of things, like start taking the leap on things, taking a leap. Sometimes getting over that fear. Um, mm-hmm. I think another thing of Bob was a lot of, a lot of great things that he said were just like reinforcement. Um, I dove deep in a lot of, uh, like self-development courses and that with like Tony Robbins the past year. Um, and obviously repetition is mother of skill. So it's like, keep going with that. Um, and the thing about like the fear and courage is like, fear is undirected thoughts, courage is directed thoughts. Mm, so it's like, yes. once you, your mind is programmed to be like survival. So it's like, that's your first instinct. And you just have to take control of it with that subconscious mind, take control of it and then direct it with the courage. Mm. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's deep <laughs> and like, that's so powerful, so yeah. powerful, yeah. but you have to, there is that training, the repetition, the repetition, repetition, repetition <laughs> that you have to get to that place. You're training yeah. your brain. We're rewiring our brain to yeah. really focus on that. I love that so much. You're so wise. Yeah. Tony Robbins <laughs> is such a good person to study from. Yeah. I did his, um, mastery something business mastery okay. maybe yeah, I awesome. with, broke through the wood awesome. but it was all virtual 2020 so i'm at my house by myself <laughs> just like going through the wood yeah. um what is something that you found challenging as a business owner um chow i mean there are challenges for sure yeah. every day yeah um it is at times changing those overall just problems into like um, viewing those uh, viewing them as opportunities it can get tough at times when things don't go your way it can be very easy to get into like just as easy or just as a success cycle is you can also create uh, uh, like not working cycle where it's like this doesn't work out this doesn't work out and it's like only the morning and it's like that could easily turn into just like a cycle of totally yeah and then you spiral the whole day is gone and then if you don't get yourself out of that you're kind of stuck yeah and then mindset and if you're the owner and it's all about mindset for the business so yeah um, what would you, if there was somebody just like you who is senior in high school, let's say just like you a few years ago, and they have a business idea, what kind of advice would you give them? I would say, I would say for sure, first start to just go for it and then gain the skills, build the relationships um, that will propel you forward. 
Um, I think it's a combination of the correct education with like action because if you're only learning um, that only gets stored in your head and it's a limited amount and you can't get it like where you're in the real world I guess like and like making it happen so a combination of I think yeah the, and then the massive action of taking um, taking big risks but still still uh, calculated mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah and then I think the other the other crucial thing is the, the relationships of who not how because mm-hmm. there is already someone who has done what you're doing or very closely that you want to do yeah. um, and also building the network of people as one thing that also I think focusing on myself but also for the business of like strategic partnerships of like um, overall for the business there are many ways of who are the people that are working with our clients like real estate agents apartment yeah. buildings either even like home improvement stores that's like people go there when they're moving into a house or moving into an apartment and then strategic or just all, all overall for myself um, building a network of people that um, are like-minded mm-hmm. and or overall just life experience and kind of the I just read um, Keith Ferrazzi's book, um, Never Eat Alone. Oh, think, okay. I've or, heard of it, but I haven't yeah, read it. And I think one, one of the chapters is build it before you need it. So it's like mm-hmm. providing people value, providing, especially that I'm young, I'm able to have more time than being committed into mm-hmm. one exact thing where I'm able to help people or host networking events or this and that. And then I have the the network where it's like if I want to start this or this then I have the resources exactly once you are in that place of need you've got your people yeah but it's not and I I you're doing it because of obviously you're serving you're connecting you're part of the community especially as a local business and um, you just give such great advice I mean the the community and your network just start have to have action. I think a lot of people sit at home and will map it all out and yeah. talk about it, but they won't take those that next step because it's scary. Yep. So fear wins, right? They got to really focus on courage yeah. and get into action. And then they're going to learn from that because a lot of people, we don't know what we don't know yeah. until you get into it, right? And you're going to learn so much from that. But that was really great advice for our listeners. So I appreciate that. <laughs> Anything else that you want to leave the listeners with as it relates to business? Yeah, I think um, I think the last thing would be about um, about the technology that's available, mm-hmm. and I look one of your one of your podcasts about the ChatGPT, yes. where it's like uh, my thinking with that is use it or let it use you, where it's mm-hmm. like the the technology is out there and it's like advancing, and you. Either you you use it to your benefit or you ignore it. But I mean, it's the things that right now is just like the tip of the iceberg. Completely and agree. I think it's it's very crucial to to gain those skills because or gain those skills of using it and finding what works yeah. for you because um, it can save you hours hours a day or a week. And not only that, but produce great 
whatever. <laughs> uh, totally. And you're so right. It is just the tip of the iceberg. Like yeah. there, what we don't even know what's to come. I feel like there's this like weird kind of, whoa, the world's going to change. It's, yep. it's changing all the time, but like in a dramatic way, I think. And it's smart that you're thinking that way too. And yeah. thanks for reinforcing it because people are worried. Yeah. They don't want, they don't want to hear it. Yeah. They don't want to talk. I don't want to learn a new thing. Mm-hmm. What's incredibly amazing to me with specifically chat GPT is how easy it is. Mm-hmm. They're making the technology so easy for the average consumer. Mm-hmm. And as you start playing with it, you can figure out like, how can I use this for my business and how can this really support me? So thanks for being a cheerleader for it. Um, cause businesses need to evolve. They need yeah. to, to stay up to date. Awesome. Yeah. Um, comfy living Chicago.com. Yes. Right. And is that the handle for social as well? Yes. Awesome. We'll link to it all in the show notes. Edgar's awesome. thank you so much for being here. This is such a great you. conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. Don't forget to join the Rise and Shine newsletter, which is social media news you need to know, sent via email every Monday morning. Go to crystalmediaco.com slash rise to join. And don't miss the newest episode of Rooted in Retail, which drops every Sunday morning.